Chafee. Grover, are you there? It was 2006. Andy and I went to a podcasting conference in San Antonio, Texas. Well, well, well. Here we are once again. The uh, here in the whole country surrounding Austin, Texas. Actually, we're inside Austin, Texas. Uh, I couldn't really tell you what the birds are doing on Bill the Landlord's bird feeder because we have officially entered the full remodeling stage of the ivy ivy covered castle. So uh, we are once again podcasting on the run. We are casters on the run. Uh, I am sitting here right next to my. Uh, to my uh, podcasting part- partner Matthew Rampy, and to our special guest Grover, uh, we have uh, your workshop to talk to you about today. We have a few other items that we have planned. We have some unplanned items that hopefully will be even better than the planned items. Uh, we're really excited to get get down to the nitty gritty with these guys. Uh, but first, I would like to introduce him. You know him. You love him. He uh, has mandibles like the predator. He is a Martinique Mystiker and a Montserrat Mistaker. He is the pride of Tarzana, California. He's Matthew Rampy. I fight the podcast, the podcast always wins. Ooh, that's I said I fight the podcast, the podcast always wins. How was I doing it since it was a pandemic and Shafe's grinning? Said I fight the podcast, the podcast always wins. I say, oh no, no, no. I say, oh no. Pretty sure that's the first John Cougar Mellencat track in the parody parade, right? I think you're right. Probably so. Yeah. Maybe not the last, unless, but also maybe. In, the last. Unless we've done Cast So Good. <laughs> Come on, baby, let's podcast. So well, good. I was thinking, I was thinking, if you did little ditty about Cast and Shafee. <laughs> <laughs> Three American boys sitting on Grover's back knee. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. So, as mentioned already, of course, we usually do a little bit of intro, yada yada, and then we bring our 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 guest on. But we're usually separated, and here we are sitting all together, maybe for the last time before we start being careful with the pandemic again. The old Delta we're, variant. We are at Grover's house. Uh, I'd like to welcome to the cast our good friend, John Grover. How you doing, bud? Excellent. So pr- this is pretty much a, uh, a Grover. Shanghai. <laughs> I, Grover, I, I, I think, Grover, I think this is the first time I've heard your full name. <laughs> you didn't know his first name was John? We, oh, that's a good one. Too. We, uh, <laughs> we, this is basically a Shanghai guest. This is a new segment called Shanghai Guest. Shanghai Guest. I don't we, think that's um, a preferred nomenclature anymore. Right. <laughs> it's racist like everything else that we talk about. Um, we've, we've, we, well, how can we reframe it? A surprise guest. The, the surprise is on the guest. We've, we've showed up at Grover's house with some trusty podcasting equipment and well, they called that pressing, right? You were pressed into service. Ah, uh, yes. When you would, that was when indeed, they just yeah. grab somebody yeah. and say, "All right, I was conscripted you're, into your podcast." You're in, the, yes. uh, <laughs> you're, you're in Her Majesty's Navy now. You got yeah. pressed. Yeah. So you got Grover's been pressed into the podcast. Matthew and I, Matthew and I, stormed into his house today, holding our laptops, and he was in. He said, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> and now here we are. 
Although it turns out that you, uh, in, in 2006, in, in 2006, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, they were just leaving. It's fine. <laughs> These are my favorite parts of the cast. Is the real the the unplanned parts of the cast come? So back. where were we? Let's the, talk about it this was 2006 ish ish. I can't guarantee it was 2006, but I'm pretty sure it was 2006. And um, Annie told me there was this thing that was going to be the next all the rage uh, called, <laughs> yeah. called podcasting. Okay, and uh, and 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 there was a conference, a podcasting conference in San Antonio, Texas. And so we went and we were convinced uh, I was unemployed. Uh, we had, yeah, it was, so it was 2006. We had just moved to town from Alaska and, um, and we were convinced that this, is, this was our golden ticket. We were going to be podcasters and we're, that's how we're going to make our, our fortune. And not only did we not become podcasters, but we didn't even listen to a podcast <laughs> for like, Another 15 Another years. years. <laughs> I mean, was it because the convention was such rubbish? I was just like... Oh, oh, did, it, the, did the convention turn you off to the medium? It it kind of did. Mm -hmm. um, but then we're just bad at things, too. Like, I think we're good at having ideas. And, and then we're bad at making those ideas. It doesn't that's everybody, that's everybody, doesn't though, everybody right? except Elon Musk and Donald yeah. Trump feel that way? Yeah. yeah. Um, man, that's a, you know. And he met Elon Musk around that time. It was actually before that. He was working out of a, it, This is her story, though. This That's when, yeah. Talk to the laptop. Yeah, sorry. So <laughs> that's going to be when she comes out. She's got some Elon Musk stories, but yeah, everybody everybody has their ideas, and they don't. You know, I I've been thirty pages into a novel for twenty years now. Oh yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I, I have a whole series that I'm. I've, I've already sold it to Netflix in my mind. It's, it's so y'all y'all never recorded one. Or not as no no. We didn't yeah. even buy equipment. No. no. And so you were talking about you moved to Texas in two thousand six. Where where did you move to Texas from? Uh, you know, it was, we took a circuitous route from, from Bethel, Alaska, um, uh, through Central America to, to Austin. I see. Yeah. Are you from Alaska? No. I uh, grew up in Connecticut. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Yes. And then I went to, went to and failed out of college a few times in upstate New York. Um, how many colleges? Oh, the same college. Three, three times. Phil oh, three nice. times, yeah. I went to four different colleges, I think. Oh, total? Like, yeah. now I'm up to six. Six nice. colleges, yeah. Okay. And yeah. you did get a degree? I did. Uh, two years, did 21 years. Uh, it took me 21 years <laughs> and 167 credits to get a bachelor's degree. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm still hovering around a hundred credits. Um, you could get because right? it's about one hundred and twenty. It's about one twenty. Yeah, it's yeah. one twenty. If you take the straight path, I feel like in the like if I pick just the right classes, I could do it in a summer and a and a fall semester or something like that, or spring and a summer semester. I, it's not it's not off the table yet, guys. I, I got to tell you. But are all those credits at the same place? No, because <laughs> then you lose. I mean, it's like a. You know, they all charge 
Yeah, I think it depends you know, on the school. You lose a lot of I translation. Mean, when I re-enrolled at Brooklyn College, this was 2006, they actually took all of my, even like like C's that I got, you know, oh, yeah, I love 15 those years yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. They're like, that's yeah, we'll the, take them all. That's fine. That's the kind of you place know. that I finished from. They Did would, you pass? They took my, yeah. Then it counts. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. posterity, can we get you guys just to list those colleges? <laughs> okay. Mine were, Schaefer. mine were Emerson College starting in 1994. Emerson College, South Plains Community College. University of Houston and Brooklyn College. University of Houston. My dad uh, failed out of there. Um, uh, he had eight colleges. No, nine total. Oh, wow. um, so this is a family. So proud family, family tradition. tradition. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All of my siblings. Okay, so give us like, your list. So I started at Lemoyne College. Uh, failed what thr- is that? Thrice. Uh, okay. It's named cool. after St. Simon Lemoyne. Ah. Uh, uh, Frenchie. Uh, That's in upstate New York. Upstate New York. It's in okay. Syracuse. Okay. It's the other college on the hill. Right. Mm. Nobody mm. knows. Okay. Right. There's Syracuse and there's Lemoyne. Right. Nobody knows about Lemoyne. Uh, failed thrice there. Uh, the, oh, I forgot about it. the University of Alaska Fairbanks. Um, I didn't fail out. I, I failed a class there, uh, and then um, I, I feel like I missed a chance to say what you were studying. Uh, at each are, are you still like hitting prerequisites there or had you had you no, defined I, a path i so at at lemoyne i uh was ostensibly studying uh sociology and criminal justice uh and then oh. yeah okay and then uh at the, and i worked as a as a dispatcher 911 dispatcher uh wow at okay. night and then in Alaska, I took <laughs> I took poetry and photography. Perfect. Uh, uh, the poetry was canceled, so I didn't actually take it. Uh, there there weren't <laughs> enough students, <laughs> which is probably which like, is what's wrong with the world right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. And then and the photography that was a weird class. Um, I, I loved it, but it was weird. Wait, what, what made you, the photography because class you weird? feel like you're capturing people's souls? No, no, because the 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 professor um, was like she was a creeper, you know. She she was she get you alone in the dark room. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was that kind of thing. It was that kind of thing. Maybe we um, need to explore this story. Further. Yeah, um, and then so then after that, I uh, the next college was. Um, uh, ACC, Austin Community College here in Austin, Texas, sure. uh, where I did receive a, an associate's degree in criminal justice. Um, and then there was Sam Houston State University. Uh, and then uh, Excelsior <laughs> College. That's where I that's where I finished up. Okay. Excelsior. Is that an online university? Uh, primarily, yeah. And what's, yeah. And what's uh, out what, of Albany, uh, New York? Mm. Uh, criminal justice. Criminal justice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, th- some of that's making uh, sense to me and my frame of reference for you because, you know, I met you after you had moved to Texas and I thought you were a real, like, kind of a bohemian wild man. And then when you decided to sort your life out, you did pursue a career in law enforcement. And at the time, I was just floored because yeah. I, you know, <laughs> it was hard for me to see how a bohemian 
guy with the, the soul of an artist kind of person was is, was going to go do law enforcement. But you would already you were already interested in that. Yeah. And in fact, you, is there some family history? There is. Yeah. Uh, growing up, uh, my like my main role model growing up was my aunt Winnie, who is a, a very goofy lady. Uh, she's retired now, but, uh, but you know, she was a cop. Um, and, um, uh, and, and a wild child before she was a cop. Mm. Um, but she was a cop for 30, like 30 plus years. Um, um, and she reached a very high rank in a, in a, in a large agency. Um, in and, Connecticut? No, in, in Washington state where a lot of my family is. Um, and her husband, my uncle Steve, he was a, he was a cop too. Another hero of mine. Also quite goofy. Uh, but yeah. So okay. there, there, and and there's other, my, my great grandfather was a, a cop in Boston uh, back in the turn of the century. And um, uh, I've got another aunt Barb that was a cop. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, it, it, I was, you know, unawares of your history. But but there's a lot of cops that I know that are like, are bohemian wild men. No, no, they 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 they're like, how are you both a hippie and a cop? You know, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, they, they you know they give me they give me a lot of grief <laughs> for being the liberal. You and know? <laughs> do you have like a few sentence to sum up how you keep those two things? In your head, uh, you know, I think it takes all kinds, and 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 the greater diversity that we bring to any any career field, the better. Uh, I but I think, um, like how it's I'm a, a carpenter podcaster. Pardon? Like yeah, how yeah, I'm a carpenter yeah, yeah. podcaster? Like you, no, you know. both <laughs> built my screen and porch, I, I think, and are you? <laughs> I actually don't think that those are at odds at all. Like no. I'm, I'm building. We've got a framework here too. So I'm sorry. To frame. I'm sorry to uh, interrupt. See, we went back yeah. to frame, but um, but you know, like in a, in a profession that um, you know, can play such uh, uh, an intense role in people's lives, where you you know, you have the legal authority to, uh, to take somebody's freedom or their life from them. I think you should have a lot of different uh, ways of viewing the world involved in, in, in that kind of culture. And, you know, I don't think we do. Uh, and I, and I, and I think, um, any, any chance to diversify that we should take it. Grover, I think any profession would be lucky to have you. Uh, but I think ice skating is not, that's think, not true. I don't think anyone, <laughs> nobody wants to see me ice skate. I think law, law enforcement <laughs> it needs people like you right now. I think, uh, and, and you're right. Di- diverse, a diverse group of people, but, yeah. uh, yeah. people with your, your worldview, particularly people, you know, who understand the wild side of things, you know, somebody who can get into a crazy situation and be like, Hey, I've been on both sides of this before. Uh, You know, I know a little bit about what you're going through and, uh, yeah. Uh, that makes, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Well, since we probably shouldn't talk about any 
law enforcement related stories about your life. Yeah, we'll keep this. Let's let's talk about let's talk about your pre pre which side of the law enforcement. (laughs) We gotta be careful about that. (laughs) Right, Uh, right. We're really hamstrung here. Well, hey guys, it's the Summer Olympics. Why don't we talk a little bit about? Olympics that you may have hosted in the day. Oh, mm. right. Yes, yes. Actually, Matthew and I used to compete against each other. We were we competed against each other. Um, in what? Well, is, are we referring to drunk weekend. <laughs> I don't remember the, the what, events. <laughs> was, so, so when I when I first met Grover, he was like, "Oh, I do this thing, drunk weekend." And I was like, that sounds interesting. What's a drunk weekend? <laughs> well, you start drinking on a Friday night and you drink all through Sunday afternoon the whole time. And I was like, that sounds pretty fun. I think I think I only really participated on Saturday of drunk weekend. Um, yeah, I thought you had to do the whole thing. And, but well, with the drunk Olympics were part of that. <laughs> Indeed. Shocker! These this is a little hazy. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I, I remember I remember you whistling "Oh Danny Boy" um, beautifully. I would I would say um, during Drunk Weekend. During yes, during Drunk Weekend. So <laughs> that's it, when you learned about my whistling prowess. It, it is indeed, uh, and and uh, that was right down the road from where we're currently sitting. Uh, do you remember that was uh, over on Am Franklin? Yeah, was that when Craig and Marie were living there, or was, was that Jesse, Jesse was? And, and, yeah. Jesse and Craig lived there, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And then Jenner, the Jenner, Jenner lived there. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wish we bought some. But I remember. Land. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I don't know if you've been down there yeah, lately, but they're building another neighborhood down. Anyway, yeah. we need but, to have Jenner on the cast. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, folks. We're just thinking about other people where we're going to show up at their house and be like, "Hey, you're on our podcast." Here we are. And, uh, yeah. and that guy goes, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> Is this then? So. Tell me about the first drunk weekend. Yeah, was oh, the but, first drunk but was, weekend. But was drunk weekend a, a tradition already in your life before no. you met us? Or? No, not really. Um, so it was the year before I met you. Um, it, it was a it was a tradition in my in my brother's life. My brother Matthew, oh, yeah. um, up in in Albany, New York, and his best friend Chap had a, a drunk weekend tradition. And they decided to franchise it. Uh-huh. Um, and so the first year was actually just, I think it was just Annie, Manish, and I. Um, and we had a, a yard sale back when we lived in South Austin. Um, Which is not necessarily part of a drunk weekend. You could have a drunk weekend without a yard sale. Just True, <laughs> yes. Um, but it was a great way to have a yard sale. Um, because like all the, the shoppers, you know, you're feeding them beers and right i mean you're not yeah. making money for sure it, it's not good for business <laughs> but, but it's good for fun but you do end you up know. drunk people you, you get they're easy to get them to carry off yeah they stuff. bought some stuff they'll, that they they'll get some yeah. stuff out of yeah. your hair oh yeah. for sure yeah right. um and that's right around the time that i met schaefer too actually okay yeah and so, but the, but so then, then, I guess the next drunk weekend was yeah, the, 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 the first one, one that yeah. I participated. Yeah, right, in. and that was much more extensive uh, with events, and I don't remember what they were, but I remember there were events like there was. Yeah, I remember. I remember Manish like, broke his hand. I remember that. 
Remember that? I wow. oh, he, broke, just, he punched his truck and so broke his one magical uh, one magical nation knows. I Schaefer <laughs> have never participated in drunk drunk weekend. I've or at least in a formal <laughs> drunk weekend. Yeah, I've yeah. certainly sanctioned event. Not yeah, that's not the one we're talking about. Weekend, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I, I've only heard the story. So I'm I'm an outsider here, and I'm really curious. Like I remember, like like there was something like everybody's keys went into the freezer or something, and I like you remember like there was some like safety. Uh, Safety Were there safety measures? Measures. Oh, probably. Yeah, I I was not normally involved in safety. The magical, yeah. magical nation, the thing about Drunk Weekend is anybody who's done Drunk Weekend is not fit to remember <laughs> Drunk Weekend. Yeah. I, I remember there was nice. a kiddie pool. Uh, you know. I, were there actual events? I know that there you, were events. Did yeah. you play there croquet? Was, Yes, we did. You, I remember you did quite well in croquet. Well, I'm, there was a race. Know, I mean, I got, there was a race. I have a minor in I croquet. Think, yeah, I think you did quite well in the race too. Um, and it might have been you beating Manish that, that precipitated the broken hand. But um, just like the billiards night we had recently. Oh, we did. Yeah, guys, I don't oh, know Daniels. if it's because what a, what a you know pattern. Because Austin the greatness is, is a pattern. Is that what you're trying to say? Manish, <laughs> no, upsetting Manish. I don't know if it's because Austin has maybe changed a little bit. I don't know if you've heard, but Austin is slightly different than it was before. Uh, or maybe, you know, maybe it's, it could also be that we've gotten a little older. But I remember in the 90s, the, Austin has the, the front yard, middle of the day keg party was a common occurrence. Yeah. Uh, like we did those on French Street, and there would be, yeah, there would be like, People like wrestling for a watermelon in a kiddie pool at, you know, 2 p.m., sun's up, the keg's in the front yard, everything's in the front yard, not the backyard, you know. Uh, that was great fun. It's more social that way. I think, and it's, I think it's possible we just don't get invited to those anymore. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. That's maybe those still happen. I don't uh, want to do those, though, either. Like, I don't think I, I do. Would. I would love to have a front yard cake party right now. I don't right think now. your really? mom is listening to this. Like, you don't <laughs> no, have she's to, not. She you doesn't don't have to. Yeah, she's. You don't have Kathleen to front for anything. But I, you know, like that seems like a lot, right? It does. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I'm not wrestling anybody for anything. I tell no, you, like we're geezers now. Anytime I these days, if I go on any kind of a bender, like, you know, even just like two nights of hard drinking. Like that third night, I will like wake up with like crazy leg cramps in the middle of the night, and, like we're like, you know, like all sorts of like, like my body like half falls apart. So yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I definitely, I don't, I don't necessarily want to do those crazy things anymore because you know, uh, because it's much much harder on me, and you know, but but I do miss it. I feel like I, I got my fill. And of course, I'm saying this, but like you had a party in your front yard like a year ago. It's not like, it's not <laughs> that like, was that. Are you talking about the boat party? Yeah, that was that was more. Yeah, that was a party. <laughs> <laughs> that was a full on party. It was like I remember I brought a stranger, and uh, <laughs> I don't recall that. I picked up a guy at the Picky Picky. No, and. <laughs> Like we were, he and I were drinking together. I was like, "You want to go to a party?" And he was like, "Sure." <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> Is that when we capsized the boat in my driveway? It was, yeah, same night. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was my birthday. It was. That must have been pre-pandemic. It, oh, was, yeah. it was. It was pre-pandemic. This ago. is going no, on was, like was, maybe more like four years like, ago. No, it wasn't that long ago, but it was like. 
That would have been... Put this way, we're all well into our 40s, you know? Like, it's definitely... It was, yeah, it was... Point is, like... I think it was 2019, though. I think it was 2019. Yeah, so it was yeah, like... Right. We haven't said goodbye to the crazy times yet. Not entirely. <laughs> not entirely. Not entirely. They but there are fewer... The it's, not like, mirror for me. it's not like multiple <laughs> times a week, right? Do you yeah. remember there was a there was a there was a period of I feel like three four years where every time I saw you you handed me a bottle of wild turkey <laughs> and said saying. we've got work to do and I'm glad that we're not in that phase anymore. <laughs> Grover and I are definitely birds of a feather from the uh, from the moment we met. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Do you remember the 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 night sure. we met? Do you remember? I think it was in New York, right? It, it was in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, you played a show down bar, uh, at Bar Four, South Slope. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was at Bar Four. That's actually my friend Joe Lazari bartends there. Now it's called American Cheese. It's not Bar Four anymore. <laughs> Um, oddly enough, well, you played. And a, then you played a show there. Yeah, and then we yeah. went to see Alex Battles. Alex Battles was hosting the uh, Alex Battles was hosting the the Hood Nanny that night. So yeah, we oh. went over to South uh, to uh, Buttermilk to Buttermilk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I that's the remember. guy who that's the guy who does the theme song for One Magical Hour. No, I mean I know. Who Alex, I just don't remember that. That's what happened. There. Yeah, um, I remember. Wait, night. was that? Before you moved to Austin? No, no, that was in 2006. Yeah. I see. Um, ish. He went up there, yeah. It was 2006. Were you there with Manish? Or? No. But Ma- I think Manish had, like, Manish set it up. Yeah. You got yeah, yeah, hooked this up. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Annie and I went up there to visit my buddy Paul that I used to play with. Um, and, and Paul and Annie and I all played in a band together up in Alaska. Oh, see, I want to hear, yeah. hear more about Alaska. You and Paul played a show. And I was definitely like, yeah. I think both Grover and I were like, if this is a friend of Manisha's, like, I definitely want to find him and hook up with him. Is that like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the kind of thing that you say that you're going to do and then you don't do it. But yeah. we did it. Yeah. yeah like, it was be, delightful. like being a guest on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, you want? Uh, do you want to go back to Alaska? I wouldn't mind hearing yeah, a little more I, I about mean, Alaska. This is the. Of course, there are many things I don't know about this complicated individual, but one of them is: What were you guys doing in Alaska? Uh, I actually met Annie in Alaska. Right. Uh, I've been, and how? Did, what? What was your decision? Like, I'm gonna go. I'm no, tired of the lower forty-eight. <laughs> so I, uh, I had, I had failed out of college for the third time. Um, I was working as a as a nine one one dispatcher. I can hear um, the harmonica. And <laughs> my buddy the Paul, blues. my buddy Paul had he moved up there as a Jesuit volunteer, um, as part of the Jesuit volunteer corps, and and they like you know help pay your college loans off or whatever. Um, and he called me one night, and. Um, and said, hey, I've got 42 sled dogs. Uh, I could use a hand uh, training them. And I was like, yup, I'm going to, I'm going to quit and, and, and move up there. And, and so I quit and, uh, and it was kind of, it was a, it was a meandering route to get up there. Like I did some hitchhiking and, and, uh, and uh, all kinds of other things. Uh, Wait a second. How many of those sled dogs can our listeners hear barking today? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sadly, uh, none of them are with us any longer. Uh, but so uh, your buddy was training sled dogs, and he was like, "I need a hand." Yeah. And you were like, "Hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna stick my thumb out right now." Yeah. And I'm headed your way. Yeah.
pretty much. Um, you didn't have a vehicle. No, no, no. I I had this Ford. How Ranger, old were you? Uh, twenty. I don't know. Twenty. Two. Twenty-two ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We could do a whole podcast about my 1993 Ford Ranger, the real deal Tealmobile, but that's neither here nor there. That was gone by the time I, I made my way towards Alaska. Um, and and uh, okay, so then you get up there. I did. You find your buddy. I did. You start training the dog. I was supposed to be on the same flight as Annie. I missed my flight. Annie was moving there because her best friend was up there as an AmeriCorps volunteer and said, hey, move up here. And and Annie went up on a, like a three-month contract or something. <clears throat> um, but I missed my flight because um, my aunt and uncle have a ha, had a ranch, have a ranch, um, and they raised some cattle there that is delicious. Um, <laughs> and it was my birthday, and so they made me like this incredible steak dinner and all this I was supposed to fly up and I was like, I mean, steak from the ranches. You can't miss that. So I missed my flight. But Annie is the first person that I met when I when I got there um, because she was our neighbor. Okay. Um, it, wh- where? What town? Bethel, Alaska. Bethel, Alaska. So anyway, I'm on the I'm on the plane on the way up there and, and I'm and I'm sitting next to this older couple that uh, flying from Seattle to Anchorage. And they ask where I'm headed to. And I tell them Bethel. And they said, what did you do? Oh, because the prison, prison colony? I was like, wait, what? And they're like, well, that's kind of usually people that are moving there are, 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 are running from something or, or they've been hoodwinked. Mm. Uh, it's, I, and so I had indeed been hoodwinked. Um, you know, you, you kind of have this idea, this postcard image of, of these beautiful husky wolf looking dogs and, and mountains and a log cabin uh, and the Northern lights and all of that. And it was frozen flat tundra. And these dogs are like mutts. <laughs> they're not beautiful. They're not attractive in any way. And it was just frozen flat tundra and there's nothing. And there were no roads in or out. And there wasn't, there was like, it wasn't huge snow banks or anything like that. It was just, it was too cold for snow. Yeah. So it was just ice all the time. Mm. Um, but there was like, once you, once you got to know, there's a subtle beauty to it anyway. Um, that's and, and, and Annie's AmeriCorps crew was there as well. Yeah. She moved up to, on a three month contract to be a children's advocate at a, at a domestic violence shelter. Um, and her three month contract ended up being a little over two years, I think. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, I was a terrible dog musher. And uh, so, was that the only job you had while you were in the West? I was a newspaper reporter. Uh, okay, and, okay, and, and uh, a a fisherman, allegedly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I also worked at the front desk at the hotel, and yeah, okay, yeah, you were scrapping it. I had some jobs, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so then you met Annie, and did y'all? You didn't get married up there. No, no, we we were married in in Fredericksburg. Okay, uh, no, we played in a band together up there. Okay, and so y'all playing in a band, and then you're like, we should go somewhere where they like music, right? No, she was like, hey, see ya. (laughs) Oh, she left. Yeah, she left. She moved to. 
She moved she, where? She 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 went on the road, and I moved into a tent on the tundra. <laughs> the, I hear the harmonica again. <laughs> yeah, I lived in a, in a tent on the tundra. Can't wait. Uh, Tell me when we do rock bottom because it keeps seeming like this. I'm like, oh, this is a low point. That I feel like that was that was that was when life got dangerous. Uh, when, like uh, after Annie left. Things got dangerous. Um, uh, living in the tent, working four jobs. You know, I was working in the newspaper. Uh, I was fishing. I was working at the hotel. And there was something else I was doing. I don't even remember the other thing. Anyway. Uh, and how, how long oh, were you in the coffee shop. There's a coffee shop. Coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. Barista. Yeah. 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 Enjoy your Americano. Mm -hmm. How long did you live in the I'm tent? I'm going home to my tent. Just for the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I lived there that summer. Um, it was ugly. And then you were like, I got to go find Annie? I was yeah, like, that's what I if I don't leave right now, I'll die. <laughs> like, uh, uh, a friend of mine, uh, my the guy that I shared the newsroom with, John Active, uh, rest his soul. Uh, uh, NPR listeners might know him. Yeah. Um, uh, he was a, a legitimate journalist. That's a stretch. Uh, okay. No, I mean Fair no. Enough. I mean <laughs> he, he he was he was a journalist in a way. He was he was a brilliant storyteller, okay. um, and he was well known throughout the, like the native uh, first persons. Uh, community as a story. I mean, like all around the world, um, as a storyteller, brilliant storyteller, um, and 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 like dedicated NPR listeners would probably have heard some of his stories. Um, and he was a, he was a translator as well, and we shared an office, and it was amazing. Anyway, um, he had told me that if you drink a glass of vodka before bed every night. <laughs> The mosquitoes will leave you alone. The mosquitoes there are far worse than they are in Listen, Texas. I, I, that. I tried yeah. that for like 15 years and it doesn't work for me. <laughs> How big was the glass? I mean, not a shot. I'm talking about a pint. Five ounces. <laughs> like I'm, if you have a pint of vodka before bed every night, you're fine. Okay. Anyway, that's why I just... You say it works. Hard I mean, to say. I, I mean, like... I think there are some variables there. Yeah. Like, like, are they not bothering you because you're intoxicated? I mean, I, I think that they, yeah, I think mosquitoes like, look for healthy hosts. I think that there are people who drink and smoke a lot, and you know their blood's a little toxic, and the mosquitoes <laughs> know that. The mosquitoes know, know that man, you used to be a shitbag. I was a chain smoker when I lived right. up there, and they still loved you. Oh God, yeah, yeah. If you were healthy enough. I was a two two are, and a are, half pack a are, day. Aren't plus? they? Aren't they? They're 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 super starved for blood up there too. Right? Well, that like, could be you know, yeah, that's that part of be, it. That could be. Not a lot of people. Right. Okay, we're not getting off track. We how did wait, you wait. find Annie? Uh, well, she was the first person I met in town. No, no, no. I know, but now she's oh, gone. Yeah. You're in the tent. She she saved my life basically because she uh, you know we were on the phone one day and she was traveling in the U.S. road tripping and she said, "Well, you coming or what?" Uh, and so I got on the plane. It's fine. Here's the laptop. Go it's, on. It's fine. Yeah. Grover's pouring wine near a laptop. <laughs> it's good wine. It's good. It's good wine. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Uh, so only the I don't, th- I don't think that the motherboard cares about the vintage. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Anyway, so she says, are you coming sure, or what? And, good spot and, and, for your vino right here. Anyway, so, uh, uh, well, yeah. Annie called. She, yeah. She, she was road tripping with her sister, who you know, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and uh, they, they were driving from Iowa, and we were, our plan was to meet in Washington for a, a family reunion on my side of the family. And, and, uh, and so then she, she said, well, meet us in Omen, Omenha, Omenha, Omaha and help drive. So I, I changed my ticket, and, uh, and allegedly they were going to pick me up in Omaha. <laughs> Uh, and where did they pick you up? It was it was Omaha. It was just uh, you know a lot later than planned, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So this was pre cell phone, like, pre. Like, you know, did you have to find another I, job in Omaha to make no, ends meet? No, no, but I, but I but I got to know the delivery guy at the airport, the guy that <laughs> that brought the snacks and the beer to the airport. Uh, I mean, we ended up hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> having meals so together. you're just and, at the airport waiting for them to pick you up and they're, yeah. not, they're not showing and yeah. you're just Are hanging. we talking 48 hours? No, it wasn't that long. Oh. It was like, I don't know, maybe 12 to 16 okay. hours, something that's, like that. Yeah. I, I wonder how we ever made connections before we had communication devices in our pocket at all yeah, times. Yeah, it's tough. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, I was just kind of hanging out until I got there and, and then uh, Ashley was really unimpressed. The first time she met, because oh, I yeah. had not met her before. Uh-huh. You know. and so, and he's uh, like, Oh, I was seeing this guy in Alaska. Yeah, We're going to pick exactly. him up in the airport in mm-hmm. Omaha. And yeah, she was, they found you back, well, and I've been back like, by the loading dock covered in Cheetos and <laughs> beer, cheap beer mostly. Yeah. But then we had a delightful road trip to, to Washington, and, and, and the rest is history. She warmed up to you. She did, indeed. Yeah. I because yeah, you and Ashley are birds of a feather too. I would say. Yeah, no, we yeah, yeah, we get along quite well. Yeah, and obviously, uh, that that other lady warmed up to you as well. Annie. Annie was uh, yeah. She she warmed up to you enough to marry you. Indeed. Indeed. When uh, so how how long after the road trip was the was the wedding? Yeah. What 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 year is the Omaha? I'm gonna call it. That was 2005. The Omaha near miss. Oh, okay. Yeah. 2005. That was 2005. Right? And we, we, we married in 2008. So what was the impetus to come to Austin? I mean, darts at a board. Just, we're going to move somewhere, check it out. Yeah. So I had an older brother in El Paso and she had a younger uh, brother in Austin. Um, and uh, so before that, it was kind of like wild, like who cares where we go and, and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but. And Annie was friends with Tyler and Lisa. Is this how you are? No. How did our circles get together? Yeah. So, how did you yeah. meet us delightful so, folks? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so when we first moved to town, uh, Annie and Tyler were applying to a lot of the same jobs. And so they actually like became friends because they were on the app, the, the interview circuit together. 
and, and that's how the interviews. Yeah, and 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 I don't even remember what jobs that you know, but um, but so you know, like we became friends with Tyler, and then because of that Manish, yeah. you know, uh, and the rest is history. You know, um, well, lucky y'all. And I agree. Yeah, you know, yeah, for found sure. a nice I, group of folks. Absolutely. Yeah, we did indeed. We did. Um, so, at the beginning of the, of the, the, what's the vernacular for the podcast? What do we call that? The, um, the the season. The no, like the this thing that we're doing today. One magical hour. Oh, the, at the, the beginning, beginning of this, this magical Ep- hour. episode one hundred and seven. Yeah. So at the at the at the beginning of this magical hour, you, you mentioned that you didn't know my. You'd ne- never really heard my full name before. Yeah. And, um, oh, you just been Grover to me. Yeah, so the, the first time that Annie and I took a vacation together, <laughs> she didn't know my name. <laughs> <laughs> so she was buying the plane tickets. And <laughs> she gave me my plane ticket. I was like, what do you think that my name is? <laughs> what did the plane ticket say? I don't know. I don't, did it say Grover Grover? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Exactly what it says. Senior Grover. But it was, she didn't know my first name. Grover Esquire. And, and I mean, like, we, we've been dating and playing in a band together. But, but I mean, like, and and I I didn't, I, at first I thought it was weird that she didn't know my name. But then I realized that, like, probably nobody here knows my name except for my best friend, you know. Um, and anyway, I thought it was, it was situation <laughs> we were starting the the recording and uh setting up the gear and grover was marveling at the process because if you've never been a guest on a podcast i guess you know a lot of exciting stuff happens. and uh, uh i have this thing that helps me get connections <laughs> into the computer this thing's called a dongle which, yeah. you know, I've been working with computers for a long time. And I know it's kind of funny that it's it called is, a dongle. It is a very funny word. This is the, this is our yield word shop for tonight, folks. Yield word shop. Or what? It's a recurring... Uh, oh, oh, I don't have the yeah. robot again. So a, re- I might, a, re- a recurring segment on our show is yield word shop. I'll have to cut some robot in here. Yield word shop. Uh, today's word oh, is dongle. It's a noun from the computing world. It's a small device able to be connected and used with a computer, especially Dongle. to especially to allow access to wireless dongle. broadband or use of protected software. Yeah, I was using a dongle, dongle. for stuff like right from the beginning. <laughs> what uh, who does gets it give to name a, that? Does it give a word, word origin there? Is that from Latin? What's the etymology of dongle? Something tells me this is not a Latin word. Eighties <laughs> uh, arbitrary you know. formation. It says nice. I love a good arbitrary well, formation. Let's, let's give it another. Uh, hold on. Let, can we do one more? A, dongle. A dongle often <laughs> dangles. A dongle dangles. Everybody um, knows that. So I mean, you say the word, it's it, dangling. You have variation on. It, it doesn't dangling. necessarily dangle though. That one's just kind Parsons. of not all dongles. That dangling. one's hard and kind of cantilevered. And, and, and but, but rare is the dongle that doesn't dangle. <laughs> you participated. Rare is the dongle that doesn't dangle. <laughs> Computing for does dummies. Your, does your dangling dongle ever dingle? 
Does it have a light on it? <laughs> so, you know, you, you learn a lot from starting a podcast. And then Grover was also asking us about what we're doing. How did this start? And, you know, we went back to the story of Schaefer priming me up for a couple of years, learning the, it was a real kind of uh, surprise Miyagi you did with me where you were, you were training me. Oh, you know, you were kind of grooming me in a way, <laughs> um, to, you know, and then you caught me at a, at a vulnerable point, you know, pandemic, oh halftime work, didn't have much going on. He knows I've got the performative gene. I He's like, Hey, let's start a show. And then I was like, Oh, you can like record what, Hey, yeah, you out there, zip it. You can record words in your bedroom and make the funny. You were saying this podcast situation here yeah. reminds you of a time when. Uh, so, uh, yeah, y'all showing up here at my house to record, you know, things. Uh, it reminds me of. Um, I don't remember what years, but it's like somewhere in the. I think it was probably 2004, 2005. Um, but I was at the time I was a reporter up in Alaska <clears throat> and I was traveling to the, the, uh, the Alaska press club conference in Anchorage. And, and my editor told me like, Hey, uh, this, they want you on some like, uh, you know, news talk show, like, uh, on TV. Uh, so you're going to do that on whatever day it was, you know. I was like, okay, that's fine, you know. And uh, so I'm there for the conference, and it's all delightful and, and whatnot. And I ended up winning some press club awards, which was delightful. And then the the next morning, and I've had some to drink, you know, while I'm there. And, and, uh, and uh, I, I get to the studio, and I don't, like, I didn't have fancy clothes or anything, Uh you were living in a tent. Yeah. Well, not at the time. <laughs> okay, not at the time. Okay. But, um, you know, I I had like maybe one or two collared shirts. Um, and I absolutely did not have a blazer at all. And I get there in like the other guests. I, I was part of a media panel, I guess, you know, you'd say. And everybody else is wearing a suit. And, and, um, and the producer comes out. This is, I don't know, 45 minutes before we're on air live. Um, and, and, and says, well, so you, you've seen the outline and, and, and gone over everything. And I said, what outline? <laughs> and she says, you, what, they, your editor didn't give you the outline? <laughs> I said, no. She's like, oh, so you're not prepared for anything we're going to talk about. Not at all. I have no idea what we're fixing to talk about. And so she gives me a copy. And I'm looking at this thing that's like several pages of like, I have no idea about this stuff. I'm just like. That is eerily similar. Yeah. So I'm fixing to go on, on live TV and uh, make there, up. There's some, where it diverges. Well, yeah. So that was going to be live TV and wing it. Uh, and so I said can I have this copy of it? And, and, and she said, yeah. And so I, I walked outside and I smoked a cigarette and, and while I'm smoking that cigarette, I said, I'm, I'm not in a position to wing it. Uh, like there's a lot of things I'm not going to be able to wing. And so I, 
I got in my rental car, that, which the newspaper had rented for me, which is nice. Uh, and I drove to a liquor store and I bought myself a bottle of Jack Daniels. And, and I drank Calm it. Calm the nerves. Yeah, to, to, to take the edge off. And then some uh, before I went on live TV. <laughs> and then you were ready to wing anything. Yeah, and, and, and then later on, and, and so Annie was having a watch party back in Bethel. Uh, back in the sticks and, and a bunch of our friends were over there and they she was serving frittata and mimosas and whatnot and 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 everybody said they, they could not tell that i was what was the subject matter i don't know i don't know i was i was i was well sauced at the point yeah no uh unprepared but well sauced enough i guess to to wing it and and nobody could tell uh but yeah no it was I think uh, it is no matter what you're talking, on here you, have, you have enough charisma that whatever you're talking about can be engaging for most people, I would think. I And, you know, I, a couple of years ago, I I, um, I, I thought about <clears throat> what was that? What did that look like? Because I never saw it. I never saw the no I, tape of this. I exists. wish I would love to see that tape go over. I don't, the problem is that I don't even remember the name of the show. <laughs> okay, that's problematic. I know that it was on a network and it was like a a political weekend talk show, but I, you know. This is before YouTube, I guess. Yeah. 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 But I'm sure there's a tape somewhere, you know. Uh, and then every time I get really set on like figuring out how to get that tape, I get sidetracked, you know, and then it's take something like this. And then tomorrow I'll think about that. Okay. I hope that we've rekindled that search in your life just yeah. for us. Yeah. Let's find that. Yeah. Let's find that tape. Um, well, I hope that, you know, the whole, Hey, you're on our podcast thing has turned out. Okay. For you certainly, I think given our listeners a lot to think about, um, I've, I again, I've learned. You learn. You should start a podcast because you learn a lot from your own podcast. I've learned a lot about this guy. Learn the word dongle. Learn the uh, word yeah, dongle. dongle. That was. That was like. I mean, um, I, I hope that at least one listener has enjoyed listening. As much as I've enjoyed talking to you. Oh, I, I that, think this all has been delightful our, for me. I think all of One Magical Universe is going to enjoy this one. Just getting to know uh, a new super friend of the show. You know. Um, there's, there's, there we go. Those guys. Thumbs up okay. from them. Those guys. And uh, Charles, quiet. Grover probably doesn't know this, but we often end the show with a poetry corner. Oh, I do know that. I you do know, know, and, and, you know and about I, that and segment. I, and I take great delight in it. I do have a poem ready if you guys, uh, if you guys want, to, uh, want to move to that, that point. I would think you, someone who once enrolled in a poetry class that didn't have this enough didn't have attendees <laughs> to happen, I think you would enjoy that a guy. poem. That guy who did not get that class. This is this is <laughs> what, what what we'll call your makeup. Uh, 
You'll, you'll get credit for this. I, I mean, promise. That, there was a there's a bunch of sliding doors moments in your story with like you were supposed to be on the flight with Annie and blah blah. blah. Another one is that class getting canceled. Like, where would your life have gone if you had just taken that poetry class? This poem is from February 2nd, 2017, and it's untitled. Uh, this is from when uh, Jameson and I drove out to West Texas for our friend Craig Craig's funeral. So oh my. Uh, if it sounds a little heavy, that's why. Fair. Untitled. What... What makes you cry? A cold and lonely road at night, or a dead possum, or a vicious National Geographic magazine paper cut? Sometimes it seems like ice on a highway will be the last word in danger, but sometimes it feels like a high school heartbreak can wreck harder than any car. Long fronded cactuses sit in West Texas like plants made of swords, and hurtful words hide even in churches. But right now, the worst of the Great Plains is what isn't there. Whoa. Yeah. Also, a lot to think about for our listeners. To uh, anybody out there who's lost anyone, sorry, it's been on my mind lately. Uh, it's been a little bit of a theme. Here's uh, here's to you. And, uh, and all, my, all my love to you, Grover. And to Matthew and to all of One Magical Nation. Grover, thank you so much thank for y'all. spending some time with us and recording with us. Great sport, do, great do, fun. Do you think that now that you see how fun and easy podcasting is, that you just wish you'd gotten into it back in 06? No. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm glad that yeah. you did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm glad yeah. you did. I'm glad you found it, too. Yeah. Or it found me. If you found and me. Uh, don't be a stranger. We'd happily uh, have you back on the show and when you're feeling like after of course we have Annie on. Yeah, she's yeah, she's yeah. next to you. You're gonna yeah. be in, you're gonna be in big trouble. <laughs> yeah. She she has done legitimate podcasts. Is that what you were gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I think you should talk to her about your your feelings there. Yeah. But no, no, I was just gonna say she she has she has been on other podcasts. This is my first time on a podcast. My constant self-effacing about the podcast is only partially an act. Sure, sure, maybe. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't have known it was your first time from your uh, from your performance. Yeah, he's so, got so. excellent delivery. Well, he's a he's the guy who was on that political show in Alaska. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't he didn't seem drunk. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen, here's. Do you know our sign off? I don't. Nobody knows the sign off, whether they've heard the show or not. Nobody listens to the end of the show. I listened to it, but I don't. I, it's okay. I, I don't remember. It's not your it. fault. Uh, trust me, nobody knows it. That's the sign. Alex Battle did one time, maybe. But... Part of the choice is the show. Oh yeah, that is my favorite. Oh, you favorite like the part. I, I you see, you've heard that. Part. I do love it. I do okay, love well, why don't you hit him with it? <laughs> well, yeah, why don't you do the? Just sign remember, off? the poor of the choice choices. The sweet of the wine. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I started planning the traveling show, working the Columbia wheel. Fifty bucks a week and I was happy to go. Seemed like a mighty fine deal as far as I knew. Traveling light, rolling just as fast as we can. Playing 
it right We're gonna show them what we got on the stand Love me tonight You may never see me again Coming true Oklahoma City to Omaha Kansas City back to St. Louis I kept the beat behind the dancing girls Rolling in the rhythm review Traveling light, rolling just as fast as we can. Playing it right, yeah, yeah, we're gonna show them what we got on the stand. Love me tonight, you may never see me again coming through. Through the door in the rain Up on the train and go fast When everybody's sleeping I stay up in the night Look at all the times that we passed On through Traveling light Rolling just as fast as we can Playing it right We're gonna show them what we got on the stand Love me tonight, baby You may never see me again Coming through Traveling light Rolling just as fast as we can Playing it right, yeah, yeah We're gonna show them what we got on the stand Love me tonight You may never see me again Coming through 